Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Today, we, I think we have a pretty exciting episode for you. Uh, we're going to yeah. be talking about a fairly new band for me, and I think it was a new band for you. Definitely, uh, yeah. Called uh, Bound in Fear, and then an oldie, and I think still pretty good goodie, uh, Memphis Mayfire. Yep. Yep. Uh, Bound in Fear, their new album Penance, and then uh, uh, Memphis Memphis Mayfire is uh, remade in Misery, and we're going to start off with uh, Bound in Fear. Yeah, and uh, during our during our when Matt was sending me his his uh, audio recordings yes uh, last week he 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 uh, was he was listening to Bound in Fear, and then he's <laughs> and then he just all of a sudden just yelped. Like oh <laughs> like that I like but like loud, and I thought that something was wrong. But uh, no, he just was reacting to yeah no like some breakdown or some kind of crazy part during uh, Descendants, the first track. So um, yeah, that was like it made me jump when you did that. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. I think I did it a couple times. It was uh, I don't know within like the first little bit. Uh, they have like this, that this, the, uh, I thought with this, uh, band going from descendants, they were going to kind of carry out this frontier type ish sound that they had, but it was really just this song with like all the scratchy sound effects that they did. And I think that's what it mainly what I was reacting to is it reminded me of frontier, but without the math and just chug. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that was like one of the main reasons why I liked it so much, which this to no surprise descendants was one of my favorite songs. Yeah. It was one of mine too. Yeah. Uh, what was funny is I, the name sounded familiar, but I never really like put two and two together until I clicked on the band name and Spotify is like, Hey, you have one like song by them already. I was like, what is this? So literally a couple of weeks ago, it, they popped up on my uh, just random play stuff. And actually, I liked a song from their previous album. Uh, I think it was Hand of Violence. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, yeah. So Hand of Violence was the album and Hate Circuit was the song that I had liked previously. So... That was cool. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't. I didn't go back and listen listen to other stuff. Um, but after this one, I I do want to because mm-hmm. I think I enjoy, I think I enjoyed Bound of Bound in Fear as much as you did. Um, <laughs> because um, number one, because the noises. They, I mean, they still they still kind of sprinkle them here and there throughout other songs too. But I would say Descendants is kind of it's more unique than the rest of them. Yes. Uh, and when you mentioned it to me, I think I listened to it twice that night, oh, like last Sunday. Yeah. After I texted you. Dang. I think I remember texting you that I, that it was, that they were awesome. So I, and I, I think I, or at least like within 24 hours, yeah, I, I, I listened, I listened to, it to it twice. Yeah. So 
That's a big deal um, for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Cause I, I don't, I don't listen to the albums as much as Matt does throughout the week. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, just, I, I have to agree that descendants was one of my favorites as, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because it did have a lot of different elements to it, you know, the, the noises and then the chugging and then it kind of got melodic at, at one point and they had like some kind of clean guitar in there it was kind of creepy at times there was a um would you say at like 145 it also got a little genty am i just crazy i don't know it just sounds kind of genty no genty's more percussive 145 on Descendants. Yeah. No, gen, that's no that at that at 145 they're 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 like arpeggiating chords. Okay. Or, or, gen, gent is 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 like is like a you know like very like onomatopoeia where it you know it makes that sound. Gotcha. I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that was genty. No. I don't know. It just reminded me of some genty bands where they do stuff like that every now and then. So it might have just been like the tone of the guitar at that part. Yeah. 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 Their man, their their guitar is like tuned. Drop mm-hmm. drop Z or something. It's like <laughs> you know, I think I think I think that really sticks out in uh, Beyond the Mire. Uh, yeah. There were there were a couple parts there where it was like. You know how they do the thing where they go back and forth between like the left side and the right side. Yeah. And there were just parts where it's like, man, I don't even know what note they're playing, but it's just, it was like floppy, you know? It just gargles. But it was, yeah, yeah. But it was still awesome. Still liked it. But, uh, yeah. I, 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 I watched, uh, there's a music video for Beyond the Mire. And I was curious because sometimes, you know, they, they have, there was, it was a eight string and they, they must have tuned it down really low. I was wondering oh, if it was like a nine string or, or or what they were playing on, but uh, yeah, some some of those tunings are just ridiculous. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah, ridiculously awesome. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so I had two favorites. Um, just three, three. Yeah, yeah. This, I would say, like overall. I, I really liked the album and the sound overall, but I only had, you know, I only had like two favorites that like really stuck out to me, but it was really easy to get through the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Descendants was the first one. And mm-hmm. then uh, the second one being Null at the end, uh, track nine. Okay. Mainly because um, I really liked the way that it starts. It felt like it had like a new metal. No, that drum. Feel to me. Yeah. The drum and then like the uh, the guitar would like they they like low passed low passed it so they like they took all the highs out and it was just very like you can tell that it's guitar but it's not very like crunchy or articulate yeah and then they kind of and then they bring in all those highs back and then very like groovy. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, 
so at the beginning and then like 24 seconds it comes in it's really groovy so yeah um that i think that one those two were the most memorable so those ended up being my favorites really you don't remember getting your ear stabbed at the end of adrenaline or the beginning of cutthroat i don't know it's so close (laughs) i so my favorites were uh, descendants adrenaline and cutthroat uh, like descendants pretty much because like the whole time like just like stank facing uh at 330 in descendants like the growls are they're just so just gnarly mm-hmm yeah like the his low growl that he does there is just so ooh yeah, he has a he has a pretty wide range. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I yeah, he like in addition to that, um, that type that type of growl and vo- just different vocal things that he mm-hmm. does. Um, four hundred three on Beyond the Mire. There's that like snarl thing that he does. Um, then he goes into some like highs. Yeah. It sounded like an animal. That was awesome. Yeah, he kind of like breathes in slightly. Mm-hmm. You can really hear it like in his nose. Yeah. It's like... <sighs> yeah. But uh, good to go back to Adrenaline and Cutthroat. Yeah, I do. I do like those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like the ending, you know, that ending just like that beat down vibe that they have. Mm-hmm slam beat down vibe at like around like 220 ish that that whole area uh but you said ear what, what did you what did you say ear like you're ear, ear stabbed yeah ear i think stabbed. at the end of adrenaline if you just like fast forward all the way to like 304 okay so i guess it is in the beginning of cutthroat it's i don't know because actually it plays before um before even a timestamp even comes up so it's like zero zero of cutthroat i think technically no it isn't it so like if you fast and if you start cutthroat by itself it doesn't it doesn't play oh yeah you're right you play adrenaline and you go all the way to the end and like so it's like i guess it has to be like 307 and Spotify is just like trying to jump ahead, but the sound's still behind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, adrenaline like so three oh seven. It's just every single time I'm in my car and I have it like going, I forget that that happens, and I just it it just it's sharp and it stabs. But um, at one in adrenaline at one fifteen. Uh. I love like the delivery of the lyrics there. Yeah, he's like he's how would yeah, how would you describe that delivery? Like very angry, like frustrated. He's not even like screaming or even like growling. He's distorting, he's talking, but like distorting his voice. And it's almost like, 
It's almost like a two-year-old throwing a tantrum, like, before they, like, break down completely. <laughs> like, fine, I don't want to talk. She, like, you know, and they, like, stomp off. That's kind of, like, he's, like, just before, like, getting to the point of just, like, fucking breaking, you know? It's just, like, everything's, like, festering. That's, I don't know, that's the best I can describe it. So, basically what I felt like when I was trying to beat um, Margit in Elden Ring. Yeah, pretty much. Forever. <laughs> Before hitting my controller on the desk a million times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a good part. And then at Cutthroat uh, 153, just that breakdown. Do, 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 do. I don't know. I just like the way it chugs. It's it's simple. Yeah, I think that that kind of goes along with that that like beat down vibe mm-hmm. from uh, adrenaline. adrenaline. Was it? Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, that's slammy. Yeah, yeah, yep, solid. And then <clears throat> at one hundred eight, the lyrics are. Uh, find it because I like wrote the like the first part of it so I could find it real quick so he says barbed wire veins left in the mold and rust feeling feeding the outrage repeat that repeat it again barbed wire veins left in the mold and rust I just like the way he like says it. In sorry, I'm, I'm like I'm blanking out. Like where was that at? It's supposed to be at 108. I must have wrote down the wrong timestamp. And on what song? Cutthroat. No, it's there. I heard him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like that was like that's 108, it's like the middle of it. Gotcha. Yeah. The, I must have like looked at the wrong time. And then uh so I'm a little weird when it comes to like lyrics and people rhyming. Sometimes it works and sometimes okay. it doesn't. But the last two lines of this song are I left my heart eh, I left my heart in the goddamn gutter. And just a cutthroat motherfucker. And it and the way he says it, it just it kind of like brings a smile on my face. I just I like the del- he he's really good at like delivering the lines. Like he hits the cue every single time. And he holds out all the different um like syllables and stuff just right to where it doesn't sound off. Mm-hmm. So you said you said that you you you're weird about it. Do you like you you like when they rhyme? Not really. More? No. Okay. No. Not not you. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, not usually. Uh, very seldomly. At least when they're like back to back. Usually, like you can like go a couple. It's usually one word, and then you 
go a couple lines, then you rhyme it after that. I don't know. But like when you put them, when you put the two rhyming words back to back, it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> sometimes. But no. So, but this one you did like. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, it might have been just the content, but. Yeah, just the way he says everything. Just perfect. Chef's kiss. Wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I've never thought about, I've never thought about whether. Like a rhyme. Yeah. Especially with like screaming. Yeah. Um. <laughs> now you're going to like, I'm think about I'm thinking it. About it. <laughs> yeah, I am thinking about it. Cause I mean, I don't really, I, I would say, I don't, I don't know if I have a preference really, because I don't really pay attention to lyrics all that much. Yeah. But the, my first instinct, I guess would be, yeah, I do like, I like it when they rhyme. But yeah, and I feel like that's the usual like general consensus mm-hmm. because it's done a lot. But I'm just I'm just weird about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it has to be done right, or I guess like in certain in certain. Right. Yeah, certain I'm spots. I'm weird. I'm I'm weird about stuff about songs too. That yeah things that are in songs that some people might just be like, wow, you're way over analyzing that. (laughs) It's the point of the show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I don't know if I have anything else. I, I, uh, I do. Oh, I looked up on, uh, I just Googled them and distorted sound magazine.com. Yeah. Um, they announced their new album in, the band says penance um our second full length it explores how feelings of pain and hopelessness can develop into something more fo- foreboding and lingering um while their 2021 ep eternal focused on inward emotions and the root causes of trauma penance is what happens when those emotions are facing outwards pain is my penance life is my sin hmm. So that's kind of confusing to me, honestly, but <laughs> if it speaks to you or anybody, that's what, what was the fine. name of the other album? Eternal. Or it's an EP 2021 EP eternal. So they have, this is their second album and they've had, they've had two EPs. So okay. the last release was a 2021 EP eternal. Um, and so the album art actually like does a really good job at depicting that um with so in penance you see the guy like on his knees hands back just like screaming into the sky with all that stuff coming out of his head right mm-hmm. just all the like all the and what could you could only just state as like emotions because that's just like everything it's like all the thoughts everything that's going on whereas in eternal it looks as if it's all coming into like a head so eternal being that inward uh 
inward thought provoking emotions and then penance having that outward effect. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps at all. (laughs) Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I I think the wording maybe was a little strange to me, but um, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but you know what, you know what the artwork looks like to me just in general, especially for um, uh, this one uh, penance. Like I can see, I can see in the artwork, there's a guy like to the left of the, of one of the skulls, like kind of like Northwest, if you will. He kind of looks like one of those, one of those people that was, that was like in an old, like Renaissance painting or something that you might see hanging in a museum where it was like, you know, where like when say like when Dante's Inferno was like, like just came out and they were like depicting hell and the creepy it, that's what, that's what it kind of looks like to me. Those type of faces were like painted all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Definitely. Um, and further down in this article, since there's a track called Penance. Yeah. Um, it features uh, a guest appearance from Nick Arthur of Molotov Solution, which I have heard of that band before but I, I don't really know anything about them. Um, it says penance is a song about the people who are supposed to support you through the hardest times turning their backs on you. It's a song about betrayal. The song depicts the deep feelings of hurt and anger manifesting into dark, twisted fantasies of revenge and how the aftermath of injustice can linger within us as we crave the closure we may never get. Dang. So it seems like they put a lot of thought into yeah every track, every lyric. I just clicked on Nick Arthur. He was also in uh, the newest in, in Darko. Oh, from um, like a new Darko song or no from. uh, So on the track Darko (laughs) from (laughs) uh, Darko, the album (laughs) by Darko. (laughs) Okay. Oh, that's the last track. Yeah, the yeah, last I have track. To listen. I'd have to listen to that again. I don't remember how that one went. Yeah. That's funny. I was like, how do I explain this? <laughs> it's just all the same word. Darko, Darko, Darko. <laughs> darko, Darko, Darko is a grammatically correct sentence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Oh, he's also in Crown Magnet, or not, not in, but does a guest thing on Crown Magnetar. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So um I gave it an I gave it an eight. Yeah? Even though you listened to it twice in twenty four hours? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um you know, overall I I just had, you know, just overall like what I mentioned before, just you know, two two favorites. I like the overall sound of it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I, I was digging it, even though I only had, like, it was one of those things where I felt like the whole thing was just litty skitty, you know? Like, I enjoyed the whole album. Explain. I enjoyed the whole album, so it was hard to just, like, pick something. And I just kind of, like, for the most part, just chose stuff that, like, really stuck out. Mm. Uh, Because I... I don't know. I, I probably listened to this eight, 
eight times or so over the past week. It was like once a day, like one and a half times one day. I don't know. Either way, I listen to it a lot. And uh, so it was just, it was hard for me to like, it was getting close to the end of the week. And usually like my system is I listen to it a couple times and I listen to it again and I go through and I like everything or I I start liking songs. Then after I like the songs and I go back and re-listen to those songs and take notes based just off those songs. Uh, Fast forward to Thursday, Friday. I'm like, I don't have any songs liked. I've listened to this like six, seven times now. And I don't like what's going on. I love, obviously I love this album, but like, I couldn't just like, other than descendants, I couldn't like pick anything out of why I loved it. It just was solid. I think it was, it's well-written, uh, just overall great. So I gave it a nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like option anxiety, you know, like there's so <laughs> many, there's, there, there can be like, you know, you give people like, that's like, I think that there, there's a, a study in ice cream. Yeah. Like, and like, and like, and like restaurant menus, you know, if yeah. you give people too many things to choose from, they, it's almost it's like, they don't know what to choose. So if yep. there's a lot of stuff going on, it's great, but it's hard to actually pick out what is the best you know, representation of, of, yeah. of what that is. So you said ice cream, they did a study. Yeah. It's like, uh, or at least this example I heard of, like you go to like Baskin Robbins and you got what, like 51 flavors or something like that. And you're just like, Oh man, I want to try them all. And then you, you try a couple of the ones that you think that you like and you end up getting, I don't know, some obscure flavor of some sort. And then you walk out of there and you're like, man, but what if I would have gotten this flavor, <laughs> you know? And so you're like more depressed because you didn't choose the other flavor, even though you're happy with what you got. Whereas if you would have gone into your, I don't know, local mom and pop shop that maybe has like five flavors or, you know, maybe 10 flavors instead of like 50 flavors or whatever Baskin Robbins has. Uh, now it's just like, okay, well, you know, you know that you don't like banana and you know, you don't like strawberry so now you're left with like chocolate, vanilla, and I don't know, like coconut or something. So now you can kind of like narrow it down. And when you leave with your like moose tracks or something, you, you're you not like sad because you knew that you didn't like at least half of the stuff in there. And it's you're, you're happier because you didn't, you're not wondering, well, what if? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like human, that. Like humans are funny like yeah. that. So they just wrote too good of an album. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do I like? I like That's, it all. Yeah. Like it all. <laughs> 51. Yeah. They'd have, they definitely have 51 flavors of uh, riffs and noises and <laughs> lyrics. And yeah. Bound in fear. Or should it be basking in fear now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. That's the All right. jokes. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So uh, on to Memphis Mayfire, Reed Made and Misery. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounded a little. Yeah. Like that. I liked it. Was it good? Was that a good I, or yeah? Uh, yeah. Good, no, good it was a, that was a, it's hot in my office. So it's like. Oh, getting sticky. So it's just like a, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it 
Um, a little bit more than I thought I was because didn't we do same here? Was it blood and blood and water? Did we do a cover of that on our reaction? No, that was American Dream. We did a reaction for. Okay, that explains why I was like, I kind of like blood and water, and then I like went through and I was like, I thought I didn't like this song though. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, Amer- yeah, it was it was definitely American Dream. Yeah. Which kind of goes to show because that was like a single and it has, there are one, two, three, four songs that it beats out. So it's like literally middle of the road or just under middle of the road for like listens. So not, I guess if that, it, one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's like six songs that are better than it in via plays. Mm-hmm. So what's what's your point? Sorry, I missed I that. Mean. Like, there is a reason not to like American Dream. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. When you when you look yeah. at the album as a whole, like not many other people enjoyed it as much. And yeah, it was and it was and it was a single too. So it, usually singles are ten times as many plays. Yeah, because when because like with other with other bands, other albums that we do, when we when we comment on the number of plays, mm-hmm. typically the singles, like you said, jump out. Like Blood and Water clearly has you know the most, but something like American Dream, sh- like technically should follow that that mm-hmm. trend, but it doesn't. So, um, yeah, I think I think do we agree with Spotify for once? I would say it's okay. I would I would honestly say. It's probably about right. Yeah. It's not a horrible song, but it's just, eh. It's yeah, like, that wasn't one of, it wasn't one of my favorites. Nah, Honestly, like, no, I kind of, I kind of, like, when I when I did my last listen through today and I did my notes, I'm like, I know I'm, I'm, I just don't want to listen to this one, so I just skipped yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I kind of, I, I agree with you where, um, like, on, on first, uh, first, like, listen through, it felt a little safe like at first glance the way that they wrote everything well but but i but i found yeah it kind of has like that more radio sound okay it's different yes it's different it's very different than what they what they used to write yes you know so like but i found myself listening to it more than other memphis mayfire albums like i think it was more memorable than the other ones okay to be honest yeah i uh I, I get what you're saying because for me, I'm I'm looking back at like their old stuff, like the Hollow, you know, or yeah. ch- or Challengers, like what I'm thinking. I was like, yeah, this, that's what this I'm is, referencing. Yeah, but but you said safe, and I was like, this. If you're going based, I was thinking you're thinking radio friendly safe. Yeah. For me, I was thinking like changing your sound safe, and I was like that. The sound is different, and you know, it's kind of one of those like. Was it a good thing? Was it a bad thing? So I felt like they were playing it risky via their old stuff for old fans. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But for radio friendly, I agree with you. Yes, it's it's fairly safe in that sense. Yeah, because I skipped because um, like I, I found another article from uh, from what was it? Uh, I don't know. That uh, distorted sound magazine yeah. that I read from bound in fear and um it was it said i 
I, 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 I don't have the exact quote here, but it was basically like going, going back to their, their heavier sound, you know, essentially. Uh, mm-hmm. And we, we've been, at least me, I, I always get skeptical about that, you know, oh yeah, we're getting back to our roots. And it's like, okay. Cause, cause broken, I think, I think I skipped broken because when I previewed it, it just wasn't for me, you know? Okay. Yeah. I haven't um, listened to them since, uh, shoot what was i think sorry no no you're good this light this light i yeah Yeah. this light i hold was the was like the last one that i listened to because i i might i might have to go back and give and and see if i still don't like broken but i remember back in the back when i previewed it it would it just it was too it was too different for me yeah like unconditional is like think where i started phasing out Mm mm-hmm but I, th- I think I like, I think I like this album. Like I like them overall mm-hmm. uh, as a sound, you know? Uh, but I think I like this album probably the most out of all the other ones, because like the other albums didn't have like a lot of longevity for me. Like I would, okay. I would, I would like, I would like them, you know, in general, but there would always be like maybe like one or two tracks that I really liked. Whereas, or not, not well, that I like the best off the album. Whereas this one had like four and were very easy for me to remember. Okay. You know, like they stuck in my brain more than other albums did. I think I was about to fight you for a second. And then <laughs> like, I kind of get what you're saying now. I, other than like hollow, I think the hollow is that's the track that I discovered these, or that's the album that I discovered these guys off of. And I love that. I, can't tell you how many times I listened to that in my CD player and my car and all that stuff. So with the exception of the hollow, I would agree with you. Whereas like the challenger really, I like the album as a whole, but the only songs I like can remember is Jezebel and vices. And so I get that. Like there was like maybe two songs off of challenger, but like you said there, this, this was more mixed up. They had a larger variety so that you could actually kind of just hold on to and like distinguish between things. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought that, that this one that you wouldn't really like, like once I listened through it and because they had stuff like, uh, trying to find the spot that I thought you might like, you might not like maybe, maybe uh, the beginning of somebody where it almost has that, like, like we were talking about the mixture between. Yeah. uh, What would you like that clapping or that, like the finger snapping or whatever that is gotcha um, yeah i i just had a feeling i was like oh they they kind of do that a little bit not not often but maybe twice in the album and for some reason i just thought oh i think might matt might have a bad week but but i'm i guess i'm wrong <laughs> so it's funny that you bring like somebody up just uh it it wasn't one it was not one of my favorites okay i i think i really enjoy memphis mayfire because of Maddie Moulton's is like lyrical, like just genius. Mm-hmm. And 
for somebody I wanted, like I, I wrote, I usually, I don't write notes for songs that I don't like or that I, you know, weren't my favorites, but I wanted to like say something about this song is I, I thought the lyrics were great and I found myself listening to it, even though I didn't like the way that they were being handed to me. If that makes any, like, I didn't like the song, like the music I didn't, I wasn't the biggest fan of. But I, I really enjoyed the lyrics, so I just like stuck it out because I thought it was a really good message and I I wanted to keep listening to it. Uh, one of my favorite parts of that song was that like 50 seconds when he says, no, that's not right. It's not 50 seconds. For some reason, my timestamps are all off. But... Uh, he says, oh, no, yes. He says, I don't remember when I became somebody, somebody I don't recognize. And then later on, he says, I really think I could use somebody, somebody to bring me back to life. And I like the way he's using the concept or the just the word somebody. He's using it in both a personal, uh, like a, like this is me, and also as in somebody as in another person so i liked how he like took the same word and put two different definitions to it mm-hmm. yeah i never i see that's why <laughs> i need you to do this because that i'd never i never caught that yeah and so I'd, i'd that was just like one thing i i really enjoyed like the lyrics of the song so while i didn't necessarily like the music or the way it was being delivered i i listened to it just because of the message Okay. Yeah. But you said you had four favorites. Yes. Um, I mainly because I, 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 I think that like choruses were really the, like the best parts of the songs for me. Um, that made me really stick it out. I mean, I love, I love the breakdown. Like some of the, some of these had great, Mm -hmm. a lot of them had great, great, you know, uh, breakdowns and kind of like chuggy parts and stuff. Um, but I think the, the, the thing that with this album was that it's they, they made all their songs like catchier than I remember from past stuff, you know, past things like they like in, in the past, they've they've had that kind of chorus esque thing to them, mm-hmm. but they never really like leached onto me the way that these songs did. So mainly the the main reasons why I liked I had my four favorites were because of like the choruses. So okay. The only the only so like two of the four um bleed me dry and somebody that was those were those were two favorites of mine because of the chorus okay. how catchy they were. So that's really all the only notes that I have for those two. Okay. Um <laughs> but um I I, I remember hearing blood and water, but the more I listened, so blood and water was another one. Um, uh, and this one, this song was kind of interesting because it almost felt like it was, it had like two breakdowns in it. Like it broke up the song. They broke up the song in an interesting way to where like after the first breakdown happened, I'm like, okay, it's kind of nearing the end of the song. But then they, then they went into a, like a bridge thing or whatever. And then, and then it kept going. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And it, and it caught me off guard every single time. So uh, I think, so that, 
plus like, you know, the course and, and stuff. So, and um, you said that, um, in the article you read that they're going back to their roots, right? Is that what you, the back uh, to the old sound? Is that what the article said? Some, somewhere. Yeah. I, I can't, or I read it somewhere else. Okay. Um, and you can yeah. really hear that in my opinion, in blood and water at 20 seconds, the, the way he delivers those lines, it's just like, it's almost like it's directly off of the hollow. That's just, that is indistinguishably Memphis Mayfire. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really does sound like the hollow to me. That's like their style, I guess, is if I had to like, if anybody else was to try that sort of thing, I don't think it would sound right. And I I don't know what he's doing or what, like what they're doing as a band, but it, it clicks so well that, uh, like it's like this is them. Like that's that's their sound in my it like yeah. in my head. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a combination of that. You know the like the the way that they land the the way that they land on that section plus like the riffs ri- like those riffs are kind of hollow e mm-hmm. hollow esque and then ju- yeah it, it's. It's not like, oh yeah, we're being heavy again. It's like we're we're mimicking what what that first album was like, you know. And that's yeah. great. Yeah, that was a great, great part. Mm-hmm. Um, some other notes I had for Blood and Water were like both breakdowns. Like so at one, th- so one thirty five and then two thirty. Both of those breakdowns when they happen, it's it's. I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like it almost felt like it was down tuned or it had like an octave thing going on because it it's almost it's it almost sounds like and the or maybe they added some kind of like elect, electric fuzz or something on it because it, it's it doesn't sound like it's like they added a different element into there. It's like they have the guitar and then when mm-hmm. they go into those breakdowns. It, it just sounds different. Like they, maybe they layered in an octave pedal or something and tuned it down and kind of like blended it in or something. But something about those sections just stuck out to me the way that they played that. And it is a little fuzzy. Like at the, you can really hear it at the end of the breakdown at uh, the 221 or whatever you said that was. 230. Yeah, 230. Like at the end of that breakdown, you can really kind of catch it where it sounds like they did add some sort of pedal or something where it's kind of like there's a little bit of static. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. Wonder, wonder if they, I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's just the, maybe it's the bass playing in unison with them and then maybe they added some fuzz to the bass or something. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. Instead of a clinky bass, you got like a fuzzy bass. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that was, so my, actually my favorites were the first three tracks. So, so three of the four were the first three tracks. And then um, the fight within, man, I loved that, that song, the last track. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really liked that, um, that voice harmony that he did at the very end that ended the song. And I, I know just from over the years, I know that, um, Maddie's very, uh, religious guy. 
and it almost sounded churchy to me or like gospel or something where they kind of do like a, it's not oh, exactly yeah. a choir. It's not exactly a choir, but, but just like layered yeah. vocals. Um, and it, I don't know that part, like I don't get goosebumps often from Memphis Mayfire, but when I hear that part, I, I tend to get goosebumps a lot. Nice. Yeah. It almost sounds like it's just him singing what they just put a bunch of effects on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can tell that they pitched the formant down of his voice so it curves yeah. it like the kind of yeah. lower whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I really I really like that. I do have I do have a couple notes. Uh, notes from for one other song that wasn't a favorite, but I'll but I'll uh, I'll let you talk about if let you had the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh bleed me dry. Was one of my favorites. Uh, one that I okay, like I said, I love Matty Mola's lyrics. So for most of this, it's just me saying, "Man, I can relate to this. I could, you know, I I like this, like just lyrically." Um, so like, "Bleed Me Dry" could relate to the lyrics. At one fifty-five, I put "Awesome Delivery." Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love these lyrics here. So he says, I've seen life that turned into dust because parasites are not meant to trust. So when you so when the leech comes back for blood, I've got no choice but to cut, cut, cut. And Hmm. I was like, oh, man, like. Where were these lyrics when I was in like high school, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like just learning that like some people just are parasites and not worth it. You just need to cut them out. And (laughs) man, where, where was, I mean, it was probably screaming at me the whole time, knowing the music I listened to. (laughs) Send it back to your 18 year old, 16 year old self. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then I just like at, uh, 225, the song, they just let the song breathe for a hot second there. With the, I think I got 225, 224, yeah, 225 is they, they cut everything back and they do their, they do this a lot lyrically or vocally too, where they have him sing and they just kind of put like an echo in his voice with like the guitars kind of like pulled back and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I just liked how they let the song breathe, especially after the whole, you know, cut, cut, cut. And then because it's just before that is when they bring that in there. Uh, so that was pretty much it for Bleed Me Dry. Uh, Death Inside, I thought, had a, an interesting, an interesting intro that seemed like a more mature version of themselves like they're of their old stuff mm-hmm. like it it kind of like blood in the water also was like their old memphis sound this intro kind of reminded me of that with like a little bit of a new type of nuance uh to it and then yeah and just a quick comment the, the more that you even though even though i was the one 
even though I I I look I looked up and said that they were uh, going back to their like heavier sound. Yeah. The way that the way that you refined that by saying they were going back to their hollow sound, I hear it in this song too. Yeah. In in that intro and that those like little whittly diddlies that go back and forth mm-hmm. in the headphones. Yeah. I'm hearing that now from the hollow. Yeah. Yeah. So then at like two thirteen ish, he says six feet deep in a pine wood box, cause we got no say when the reaper talks. Go when the reaper talks. Uh and one there's I just I like the way he says that. Uh just like the once again, the delivery. He's just like when they when they hit things right, it hits just like hard. And that that was something that always like kind of like how you don't get goosebumps from Memphis Mayfire all that much. Like I don't get like the stank face from Memphis all that often and with those lines I was like ooh that's that's a little dirty <laughs> you know <laughs> and talk to me yeah right but uh, at the at the end of those lines there's like I don't know how to describe it but there's like an interesting effect at when the at the last part where he says when the reaper talks Oh, now I'm not hearing it. It was like 226. Oh, wait, yeah, it's behind the guitar. And it might just be like an octave or something. Oh, yeah, I never noticed. It's like a little... Yeah, it's almost, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like they're just hitting a keyboard note synth. Yeah. Like for that last guitar note. That, like, that higher guitar note. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be what it is. But probably. You're probably right. I don't know. But whatever that is, it, it's just, like, yeah. very subtle, and it just tickles my brain just right i'm gonna have to go back and and listen to this album very loud in my headphones so i can hear stuff (laughs) like that because i because like in in that whole section that little that little thing they also had some kind of like electronic little hi-hat thing like kind of like a rolling there that i didn't notice before didn't catch that yeah and then this next song might surprise you can i guess it yeah or we did we talk about it earlier? Already? No, we did not. Okay. Actually, I can't guess. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Make believe. Believe. Okay. Uh, I actually really love the intro to the song, and I know it's. Oh, okay. It's like nothing that I would, yeah. I would listen to on the regular, but. That's one of those things that I would have said you probably would have hated this song. Like, yeah, maybe that's what I was like. You know, along with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It just. I like, and maybe just like the right frequency or something, like just like the right note, like repeated. And it's not too long. 
it's like 20 seconds yeah, like, before he starts singing. So it's like, you kind of just get in the groove a little bit. Um, yeah, it's not like cheesy. Yeah. And. Like to talk with my hands. Uh, I don't know where he says it, but he has the, there's a line where he says, I'm so numb that sometimes I fear it's all make-believe. And I was like, man, once again, where was this back when I was like young? Because that's, that's something like I felt where you just kind of like <clears throat> go through life and you know, it's easier not to feel anything. And then you start to like wonder of, you know, if this is real life or if you're kind of like he says, like, am I in a, like, am I in a simulation? And there's another line where they said, where he says, uh, maybe they just forgot to plug me in, you know, like you kind of, you kind of go through life and I, yeah. So, both parts that you were talking about, the first one was 202 and then the other, and then that plug me in part was like just for 35. Oh, he says it a couple times then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The plug me in like at 235. Yeah. That whole section is another reason why I thought you wouldn't have liked this song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. It's, it's a weird, it's kind of poppy. Yeah, but he's like screaming a little bit. Yeah. Uh, at 228, I said awesome bridge, which also might just be like that s- spot. Yeah. Um, what was the, what was the, can you repeat that 220, last thing 228. Yeah, it's, it's like that, it's that poppy part that you, you yeah. said I probably wouldn't like it. I actually yeah. do like it because it's like a good little bridge. Cool. I'm happy that you like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Expanding my sound. Yes. Yes. Um, that's really all I had to say about that song. And then the the last one that I had liked was uh Only Human. And I love how well uh this is featuring AJ Channer. I love how well uh AJ like compliments like the Memphis sound. It just for me it felt like it just fit. Mm-hmm. And uh I was this whole song I was digging and then I was like looking up like who's AJ T- Channer and then uh he's in from Fire from the Gods and I started listening to a little bit of them and I was just like geez this like this is good. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they come out with a new album in November. I think we're going to do. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And at, uh, so then my only other note is I put at two fifteen, and I think that's when my dog puked and I had to like run away, stop taking notes and, Oh, yikes. And go figure that out. But because I didn't like put anything down. Oh Yeah. So one, he says, to whom it may concern, I'll leave the names out. And there's just like this two second pause. And then heavy is the head that wears the false crown. It's just, oh, 
so angry and angsty like it. But like to whom it may concern, I'll leave the names out. Just kind of a whole like, yeah, I'm still an adult though. Like angsty teen, like I'm still angsty, but I'm an adult. So <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you, like, you know who you are if you're listening <laughs> mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. So compared to like, if you, you know, rewind to like 2010, like, woe was me with their, when they had their beef with, um, issues. Yeah. And, issues, issues, and issues. issues had beef. Yeah. And then issues had beef with what was me kind of like that whole, like they on the same record label and they wrote songs about each other. What's up? Yeah. Like, son? Probably were they great songs. Yeah. But you know, very angsty teen type stuff. Whereas if this, it's kind of like, Hey, you know who you are <laughs> a little more grown up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I had to say. The only other, okay. The only other, uh, note that I had that I mentioned earlier was also during make believe. And it was just that, mm-hmm. um, that section at two forty four, right, right after the little poppy, um, bridge. I, I just like the rhythm of that breakdown. Don't, 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 don't. It just felt yeah. different than than other things that they've done. That's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So, yeah, that's that's all I've got. Also, mm-hmm. so um, what was what was your score on this one? Uh, I'll say like an eight and a half. It's pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I think yeah we we agree on this one eight and a half. I yeah. put also. Yeah, it's just like. And I, I guess I didn't realize it before you said it, but it's just like there are some really memorable spots. Every song, except for, I had a hard time distinguishing between Misery and Left for Dead. Those two sounded really similar for me. But other than that, you could pretty much, it was really easy to pick out the different sounds for every single song. Um, mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool that they, one, they were kind of going back to like their roots but also they were, even though they were doing that, they were changing it up and kind of being radio friendly with some of the, with some of the sound. And then they were throwing in enough like variety that like you could just, every song was individual, except for maybe Misery and Left 4 Dead. Like I couldn't tell those two apart. But other than that, it was very distinguishable. Yeah. Then, and, and when I, when I, when I think back on it, maybe that was something that, that, um, was lacking in their previous albums for me was Mm -hmm. like variety. Um, like you, like you just said, um, you know, they had, they had great, you know, like solid albums, but I I don't recall there being like, uh, like variety like this. Oh, the hollow is all one note. It, (laughs) it, it, I'm not going to lie. It's a great album. I love it. And I probably still like it more than this album, but it's, it's, it's very much like the same sound. And I would say the only reason I know the difference between those songs is just like lyrically and I could, and they're the riffs, the riffs are different, but the sound is the same, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, great. Yeah, it was a great week for music. And and honestly, I, 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 for some reason, like I, so I gave Bound and Fear an eight and then this one eight and a half, but I was expecting it to be the other way around where I was like expecting to like Bound and Fear more, mm-hmm. I think, um, for whatever reason. Cause I think it just in my head, I was expecting the whole, this whole album to sound like American Dream. Gotcha. Um, yeah. And not that I had low expectations for it, but it was, it just, you know, one of, it was one of the singles that they put out. So it was just, okay. I'm like, all right, yeah. be representative of the whole album, but, um, pleasantly surprised that I ended up liking it. Yeah. Like yeah. liking it as much as I, as much as I did. So that was, cool. yeah, that was good. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Cool. So, uh, Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. See you.